This podcast contains explicit content and is not safe for work. Welcome back to Never Published. We're here on episode three. Scott's already wetting himself. What's what's the crack? I've just realised I've read the uh, the disclaimer. Mm. Do you want me to read what it actually says? Yeah. This podcast contains explicit content and is not safe for work. Oh, typical example of Scott's <laughs> grammar. Anyway, so welcome back to Never Published. This is episode three. Four, not three. Four. Episode four. four. Jeez, what happened? Let the chaos commence. It's always chaos. It's not the most well-organised podcast, but we are trying to improve week on week, and we've got some more fun things in store, hopefully. So, if you are enjoying what we're doing on our podcast, please feel free to email us on neverpublishedpodcast at gmail dot com. We also now have a Facebook page, Instagram, TikTok. And unless Steph corrects me, they are all Never Published Podcast. So TikTok is Never Published Pod, but if you search for it, it'll come up because of the hashtag. So So yeah, good. write in, let us know what you think. Give us ideas for Pillow Talk. Because at the moment, we are flying blind. We have no idea whether people are actually enjoying this or not. How's your week been? I've had a pretty good week. Started off a bit ropey. Okay. Because um, I had a bit of a bad dad moment when I, oh. when we made the, um, or pressed the apples for the cider. Yep. Getting everything ready. And he, uh, our youngest just turned around and said, Dad, I'm going to duck this year so that so that you don't hit me in the head with the handle again. So for a bit of background <laughs> context, we've pressed apples and made cider for... Ten years. Yeah, around ten years. So at least every year... Some years it's good, some years it's fantastic. But last year particularly was a traumatic one. The handle flew off and hit our smallest in the head. He was absolutely fine, absolute accident. But the fact that he remembered and brought it up made Scott feel a little bit shameful. Yeah, And it's also good that there is not photographic or video evidence of said incident. Except there is. Yeah, that was our YouTube phase. Yeah. Good hey video, ho. Good video though. You were looking at Christmas presents. I was. I was looking at Christmas presents. I had a, you know, a voucher email. I still don't know what you were thinking. Well, it was a voucher email. I was like, oh, I love to go flying. I would go flying in any kind of flying vehicle. Is that the right word for it? Is it like a, a vehicle? Receptacle? Like, no. I desperately want to go in a hot air balloon. No, a receptacle is something you put something in. Yeah, but I'd get in... I'd get in whatever it was we were flying in. So I'd like to fly in a hot air balloon. I've been up in a microlight. It's a bit early for pillow talk. What? What do you get in or on? Oh, okay, that's a whole... I'd quite like to go up in a helicopter. The voucher thing came through. I thought, oh, I'll have a look. Maybe I could buy it for Scott as a present when really it's for me. But we'd both enjoy it. Sorry, carry on. When I looked at it, you paid all this money for five minutes in a helicopter. Five minutes is nothing. I mean, you're happy with three minutes. Happy? Mm, three minutes. Cont- content? Let's <laughs> back to helicopters. Five minutes in a helicopter is not enough, so that's off the Christmas present list now. Other thing that happened this week? We won the lottery. Yes, we did. We won the lottery. But only enough to buy a can of Monster and a packet of crisps. Yeah. I found out our youngest... Our four-year-old can crack an egg, which is... With no shell. With no shell. He can do it really well. I was, you know, just getting an egg out of the box, dropped it on the floor. Yeah, he he laughed at you. Yeah. <laughs> what made it worse is he laughed at me and went, Daddy, I'll show you how to do it. Took an egg out, cracked it perfectly into the mug. Well, there you go. 
And I'm just stood there staring at the floor. Burn. <laughs> Looking at this egg that's gone everywhere. Near-death experience. I don't think I've had a near-death experience this week. Insert near-death experience here. <laughs> oh, I was listening. I'm going to name drop here. Mm-hmm. So this week, I was on my dog walks. I like to listen to my dad wrote a porno. The episode I was listening to, there was a description of, I can see her ass and her lower vaginal area. And then one of the guys described it as imagining it looked like the Demogorgon from Stranger oh, Things. Oh, God. <laughs> I was dying. Oh. But it sounded about right. So that's our week in a nutshell. We've Just one more thing. What? What have you missed? You have got me hooked. And I mean absolutely hooked. On what? Luke Combs. Oh. I cannot get enough. He's got such a lovely voice. And I didn't think I was into country, but I very much am. Yeah, I didn't think I was either. He definitely tickles my pickle. But yeah, we're not retiring off our lottery wins. And we're definitely not going up in a helicopter. So that's that. It's... It's story time. Story time. Seriously, I need to come up with something better than that. (laughs) Let's recap Scott's book. So, Top quality book. Last week was chapter three, and we went on a shopping trip. So this shopping trip consisted of more wet panties and some lingerie shopping. And we had a whole lesson in underwear last week. Scott had a whole lesson in underwear. We had some top lip biting, you know, very sexy stuff. A paused brain. Turn it off. Oh, like, like a light switch, it goes click. So yeah, that was kind of the recap. So, the one thing I've realised this week, reading this book, so they, they went shopping. Yeah. Fingered each other in the shop. They met each other at most 24 hours before that. Yeah, don't get it. No build-up, no... <laughs> no, no build-up, just have yeah, dinner. Have some... Well, they don't believe in curtains, so it all escalated really fast. They did. So you're going to read me chapter four then? Chapter four. Rob. Just remind me before we start, who's Rob with? So it is Alan and Rachel and Rob and Jane. And which ones are the new neighbours? Rob and Jane. So, as a little recap, it Rob and Rachel have got new neighbours, Alan and Jane. Just want to clarify which way round they are, because sometimes I get confused. You may continue. Okay, so chapter four, Rob. I woke up the following morning, still pretty turned on from the night before. I rolled over to see Jane lying there asleep and looking very content and happy. My initial thought was, have we just made ourselves the weirdos of the neighbourhood? See, now you've already... You told me it was Rob and Rachel. This is what I mean. I got the names totally mixed up. No, it's Alan and Rachel and Rob and Jane. And Rob and Jane are the new neighbours. No, Alan and Rachel. Chapter four, Rob. I woke up the following morning, still pretty turned on from the night before. I rolled over to see Jane lying there asleep and looking very content and happy. My initial thought was, have we just made ourselves the weirdos of the neighbourhood? I start to panic. Just as Jane wakes up, it's almost like she can sense my tension. She rolls over, looks at me and says, Morning, big boy. You okay? (laughs) Big boy. Hey, big boy. How you doing? never been greeted like that and she, you never will be love you too <laughs> she can see the panic in my eyes but she knows just what to do to calm me down she slides down under the covers and finds my massive morning erection 
<laughs> good, good alliteration there. Massive morning. <laughs> Massive morning erection. Immediately, she takes my full length deep into her mouth. Oh, yeah. She, she teases and nibbles, working my whole shaft until she can suck me dry. Oh, God. I immediately feel relieved. During breakfast, I ask if we should talk to Rachel and Alan about what happened last night. <sighs> suck me dry, baby. Do you know what's funny? I don't know if I like the word shaft. Shaft, work the shaft. Cut the balls, work the shaft. Shaft. Shaft, mine shaft. Big and treacherous. And <laughs> just like Rob's got. Yeah, apparently. Jane pipes up with, Ip, yeah. <laughs> and so begins the stroke. <laughs> Every time. Every week. Jane pipes up with, they could have walked away at any time. No one forced them to, to watch. I think we should separate them and see what each of them thinks about the situation. I will take Rachel shopping and see what happens. But they're going shopping again? Or have we gone back in time? Is this reliving it? Oh, so what you've done is you've written each chapter from a different... So you've redone. I think as we get more into the book, there's less redoing. But yeah, so time, what you've done is... When you've I was done... writing it, I was still trying to work out the storyline. Yeah, so you did chapter one from one point of view, then again from a different but point. But chapter two was pretty much an exact mirror. Of... I don't think this is. And as we go on, it's I still do it like that, but it's not. I just wanted to clarify the timeline. I was like, they're not going shopping again. No, no this no, is this back is in just time. Before. So this is from Rob. So, so Rob's woken up all content from the window fucking. Yeah, so what's happened? The last, yeah, the last thing they had was dildo on the glass. Yeah. Jane pipes up with, they could have walked away at any time. No one forced them to watch. I think we should separate them and see what ha- what each of them thinks about the situation. I will take Rachel shopping and see what happens. How is shopping going to help? I exclaim frustrated. Trust me, i fill you in later. He'll fill you in later. That's literally... I put, I fill you in later. I fill you in later. I will fill you in. I fill you... Fuck it. What? Rob doesn't know what's going to hit him after this shopping trip. I had a little sneaky peek. I remember what happens after this. Oh, no. (laughs) With that, Jane walks out the door and left on my own to contemplate what exactly has happened in our first 24 hours in Spring Close. Weirdest moving day ever, I feel. I sit drinking my coffee trying to process what Jane has actually got us into, when there's a knock at the door. I open the door to find Alan there. Jane and Rachel have gone shopping, and it was suggested we could get to know each other. Seems like a good idea. So I invite him in. Coffee? Yes, please, replies Alan. So blokey. (laughs) The blokiest of blokey chapters. Yep. Me and Alan sit making awkward chit-chat for a while. The conversation inevitably turned to what had happened the previous night. Surprisingly, it was Alan who started it. So, uh, do you guys do that a lot? Only people we like, I replied. We only do people we like. I mean, I've only met him, what, briefly for about 20 minutes? <laughs> so we made a good impression then. Yes, you did. By this point, I felt like it was still awkward chit-chat, so I cut to the chase. Alan, me and Jane are not bad people. We just have slightly more open views of the world. Alan nodded in a grievance. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good man, chat. 
We don't try to trap people or anything like that. We just want to have fun with like-minded people. We don't try to trap people. <laughs> They're going to lock them in the basement. This would make oh. a good horror. Book three. <laughs> Alan is still nodding in agreement. He's <laughs> 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 just... Hang on, just give me a minute. Fuck. This is a proper throwback. Alan is still nodding in agreement. Has he just turned into a nodding Churchill dog? Or is he actually paying attention? Oh, this is how old this is. Gee. So basically, I need to stick your cock up my ass, and then we can move forward from this. Who got to that conclusion and how? It doesn't say who said that. Where are you at in the dialogue? Let me look. So no, no it, it's literally, Alan is still nodding in agreement. Has he just turned into a nodding Churchill dog or is he actually paying attention oh so then Rob says it so to shock Alan into a response because Alan's uh, just so, nodding so basically I need to stick, yeah uh, sorry so basically I need to stick your cock up my ass and then we can move forward from this I'm kind, wow. of, I'm kind of scared to turn the page <laughs> what did you write I don't know I can't remember I'm worried I'm going to have to read <laughs> the trepidation on his face. Alan starts to nod. Again, still? Well, Did he stop? Cock up the ass, starts to nod. And then you can see the cogs going round and he sort of stalls, following up with, Wait, what? I didn't think you were listening to me, I interject. <laughs> Absolute typical thing that a woman does when she wants a man to listen. Says something like, Do you want a blowjob? They immediately perk up. Correct. I explain that me and Jade have a sort of open relationship, but only if we are both in the room and both consent and are happy with the situation. I know I have his attention now because he doesn't immediately start nodding his head. (laughs) I don't know what conversations you've ever had with people, but that seems really bizarre. Just nod, 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 nod. So what you're saying is if you're both in the room, it isn't cheating. Yeah, pretty much, I reply very promptly. I can get on board with that. Awesome. We should probably discuss with the girls before we move forward. Like a business contract. (laughs) At that point, there was an almighty ruckus I thought I was being broken into. (laughs) I jump up and run to the door to find Rachel stood there looking very warm and red-faced. We both ask, is everything okay? Uh, Nothing, you'll see. Was (laughs) not the response I was expecting. I then saw Jane walk into the living room wearing only what so it's meant to be white wearing only whipped lacy underwear and my favourite high heel boots. The shopping trip couldn't have gone that badly, I think to myself. What exactly happened at the store, we both ask in unison. Both Rachel and Jane then decide that it would be better to show us. I was used to seeing Jane with other women and men, but watching her push Rachel up against the wall and kissing each other passionately was a whole different feeling. I felt like I wanted to explode, not with anger, but with ecstasy. (laughs) (laughs) That's got to be a classic line. (laughs) I felt like I wanted to explode, not with anger, with ecstasy. I'm just going to put on a mug. (laughs) I looked over at Alan. I could see in his face he was both excited, but also confused. I could feel my cock getting hard just from watching the girls kiss. But watching Rachel ride Jane's fingers up against the wall, just my erection harder. (laughs) All the grammar. (laughs) It's not even funny anymore, it's just bad. 
had a peek at Alan's crotch, and he too had a massive <laughs> erection. <laughs> so posh. He too is big. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, he didn't say he was big. He just said he had an erection. Mm. True. I watched with complete concentration as the girls pleasured each other. I could tell they had zoned out, so I took the opportunity to lean across to Alan and ask, do we still need to chat to them? I don't think so, Alan responded gleefully. Oh, I don't think so, mate. I think we're good. Well, that's that sorted. I reply, I reply as the girls mentally re-enter the room. As the girls finished each other, as the girls finished each other, I could see in their faces they were happy with the outcome, albeit slightly confused. They looked what? both. Why is anyone confused here? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what they're confused about. Oh, because they don't know the conversation that Alan and Rob have had. Oh, I see. I still don't think they'd be confused. Uh, they both looked at. Sorry, they looked at both mine and Alan's crotches and smiled. That's not quite how it happened. Mm-hmm. They both looked at each other as if as if a light bulb had been switched on simultaneously in both of their heads. Jane waltzed over to Alan, which didn't have a... Hang on a minute. Jane waltzed over to Alan, which didn't have a problem with, <laughs> and at the same time, Rachel came over and mounted me on the sofa. They got our erections out and started playing with them, rubbing up and down, getting more powerful with each stroke. <laughs> I don't even know. That, <laughs> that sentence... If you can call it a sentence, some of it made no sense, and some of it did, and also just what? <laughs> oh, okay. Wait. So you fingered me. So now I'll just hop on your husband. What? I, I don't know. This is what I wrote. Wow. I feel like this might have been alcohol-induced literature. <gasps> alcohol-induced literature. Literature. Moving swiftly up and down with each stroke. <laughs> I didn't want it to stop. Hang on. Do I need to go back a bit further than that? They got our erections out and started playing with them, rowing up and down, getting more powerful with each stroke. I didn't want it to stop. Just keep stroking, I wish. Just keep stroking. Just keep stroking. Oh, no. I I haven't written that. I wished. And then like another light. And then like another light had been switched on. (laughs) Should we at least buy you ladies a drink first? I immediately regretted my words. Both Rachel and Jane dismounted, almost in disgust, and took a few steps back. What were you thinking? asked Rachel. Dinner and drinks tomorrow night? Sure thing. By the way, you both just missed out on blowjobs. Oh! (laughs) Wounded! Can tell a guy wrote this. (laughs) I could see how disappointed Alan was, but I gave him a reassuring look that it would all be okay at the end. I felt like I had known for many years. Uh, I felt like I had known... Oh, no, that is actually what it says. <laughs> I felt like... Oh, no. I felt like I had known for many... Do you, should I read it? I felt like I had known for many years, not a few hours. Yeah, you're missing a word or two in that sentence. Known then. Can I just ask? Is Alan called Alan... Because it's an anagram of anal. There is a strong possibility of that. I can't actually remember. <laughs> Just wondered. I mean, that we was, we that, we could have done that. Was a pretty dry chapter. We could have done that chapter with the other one. So that was chapter four. It's a little bit dry. 
but next week will be an absolute corker. I remember writing it, and I think it might be my proudest bit of literature. If you can call this literature. Or literature. Or literature, or just words on a page. Let's slip into something slightly more uncomfortable. It's Urban Dictionary Corner. So, this week, Steph was meant to find the word. I've been so busy this week. And poorly sick. (laughs) So I asked you to do it instead. So and now in, I have regrets. In true Scott style, this, this is the one from the other week, last week. Oh, the bad one. This is ripped, like, this is your punishment for not doing your job, basically. Oh. What do you think an Alabama hockey mask is? Alabama hockey mask. Right, so I'm going to break it down. So hockey mask immediately makes me, if I'm thinking of rude stuff, of come on your face. I don't know anything about Alabama. I genuinely don't know. Okay. This could be anything. I have no idea. Come on, you got to give something, something. Like what? We've done a few of these now. Think outside the box. Outside the box? I don't know what the box the box looks like, let alone what would go in or out of the box. I mean, that could mean anything. You've not got any ideas whatsoever. You come in your hand and slap it in her face. No? No. I have no idea. Have a read then. Oh. <laughs> you just read the first word, haven't you? <laughs> oh. How was I supposed to know that from this? There was no chance. <laughs> so, an Alabama hockey mask. One person defecates on a sheet of cling film, then wraps the sheet of cling film around the other person's face. At this stage, the male or female wearing the Alabama hockey mask has three choices. Choice number one, they eat their way out of the Alabama (laughs) hockey mask. Not the easiest or tastiest, but provides the best chance of survival. (laughs) They hope and pray that the person... So this is number two. They hope and pray that the person who has placed the shit-covered cling film on them has some form of kindness in them and ends the shitty hellish nightmare for the wearer... Number three, they suffocate and die. Read the example. I'm getting there. I was having a (laughs) moment. The example says, Lewis says, Anna, I'm going to give you this Alabama hockey mask and I want you to wear it with pride and embrace my poop all over your face. So I'd be really grateful if anyone listening would send in their suggestions for Urban Dictionary Corner. Don't send the definition, just send the word and then we can both try and work it out. And then we will get the description up after we've had a go at working out what it is. That's really dangerous because we have no idea what people will send in. As a throwback, though... It can't be worse than that. No, it can't be worse than defecating. Throwback to last week. Throwback to last week, where we did driving the bus. I was reading... (laughs) Absolutely. Reading our youngest son a book the other day. It's called Grandma Joins the All Blacks by Helen McKinley. So this is the page, I'll read you out, and both of us had to stifle our laughter. When the All Blacks leapt off the tightrope, Grandma clapped her hands. I'm hungry, let's get fish and chips. Right, said the coach, my treat. Everyone rubbed their tummies. Yum, they said. Grandma drove the bus home that night. (laughs) And the the bus! (laughs) Grandma had a great time with the All Blacks.
What are you doing? It's time for Pillow Talk. I'm going to start Pillow Talk this week. Go on then. So after our little um, science and anatomy class last week. Yes. I went on the internet. Oh God. What, what, what for? I found it. Found what? What did you find? I found the clitoris. No. To be fair, it's very small. Okay. It's on a very small place. Okay. But I have found the clitoris on Google Maps. <laughs> it's in a little tiny place called the Philippines. Monte Clitoris. It's got an ellipsis over the eye, so I don't know how you say that. But I can, it explains why men can't find it. Well, yeah, because it's in the Philippines. It's on a very tiny island in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. Specific Ocean. And it's a little teeny tiny mountain. Which actually is quite apt for the clitoris. That's quite cute. Little mound at the top. Didn't even think of this. It's a little mound at the top of a tiny island. Surrounded by wet bits. Well, there you go. I found the clitoris. You found the clitoris. Hi Where's five. my confetti cannon? C- confetti cannon. <laughs> right, let's move on. So, I've been thinking about something. We have two hands. Why is it one of our hands can do pretty much everything we need it to do and the other hand cannot even hold a pencil. Obviously, I know it has to do with the right and left hand sides of your brain. (laughs) (laughs) He's trying to write on a piece of paper. It's not going well. That's my name. Don't wear it out. So, I am one of the very few, well, I think there's probably quite a lot of us, that are slightly ambidextrous. But I think that's because you're naturally left-handed. I don't know. And in the 90s, when we grew up, no, nobody made me write with my... Did they not? No. Oh, okay. I was always able to write with my left hand. Everyone used to try and get me to use left-handed scissors, but I can't use left-handed scissors because I use my right hand to cut things. Just out of curiosity, which hand do you wank with? <laughs> left. What, the, the one that isn't as good as it? No, my left one... So, I eat like a right-handed person. I write with my left hand. I use my right hand to cut things with scissors... I play golf and tennis like a right-handed person. Hang on a minute. When did you last play golf or tennis? I played tennis on the Switch earlier. No, proper golf or proper tennis. I have played golf, though. That's the thing. I've played golf way more than you. You're terrible at golf. I liked playing golf with my dad, I'll have you know. But I always play like a right-handed person. So I'm technically what you would call ambidextrous. And I can... Like, I've written your name there... And that's with my non-writing hand. That's pretty but, tidy. But for you, your left hand's pretty, pretty useless. So that's wrong. My left hand is very good at one thing in particular. But only that one thing, as I. Do you want to elaborate? Or? No, we don't need to elaborate. It's a, it's a very useful hand. That's what we need to say. People we know listen to this. <laughs> the rude bits are supposed to be about your book, not, not anything else. I'm now going to go red and hide behind my piece of paper. <laughs> anyway. That, that was my pillow talk, is why is one hand useless when the other one's not? So mine, I think I must have been pissed when I thought this up. Right. So TVs used to be, like, if you had a, what, a 32-inch TV. Yeah. I'm, I'm, for our younger listeners, if we have any, I'm going back to, like, the late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. When a TV wasn't sort of three inches thick. Or less. Or less. It was a big, like, triangular box. 
probably the best, yeah. it's probably the best way to describe them. And if you had a 32 inch, I mean, they were called flat screens, but they weren't really flat. Well, no, they had a flat screen, but a big but, bottom. Yeah. Well, not a big bottom. It, it was a big They bag. were deep. They were deep. More than six inches anyway. <laughs> but if you had a 32 inch flat screen in like the late 90s, that was, that was a proper like flex of... Oh yeah, yeah. I've, just... got, I've got a thirty-two inch flat screen. Like I remember people go on oh, thirty-two inch, and someone's going oh, thirty-four. Oh, I've got thirty-six. <laughs> but what's happened now? You can get like sixty, sixty-five, seventy, seventy-five, ninety. I'm pretty sure I saw a hundred and two inches. Wow. But they're about six inch. Uh, they're only about sort of three, four inches thick. Oh, hang on. We're a metric company. Company. Country. Company. Company, we are a company. But um, everyone still uses inches. Yeah, but the younguns don't. And do you it, imagine anyone younger than thirty is going to listen hey, I'm, to I'm this? I'm being optimistic. All right. <laughs> so for your for our younger listeners, an inch is approximately twenty five millimeters or two and a half centimeters. Or if you're really clued up, two thousand five hundred decimeters. I'd go for the full length of your thumb. Times three, right? Well, no, half your thumb is an inch. Oh, sorry, I thought you were talking about something else. <laughs> anyway, back to pillow talk. When TVs have they've got bigger in width and in- so, incherage, in- has inch- <laughs> incherage has the back just been squashed in? And what's happened? They've squashed the back in, and the front's just spread out, or something more magical happened. I think that was that must have been a drunk thought where you thought, I know, they've just squished the back of the TV in and it's made them bigger. But if that theory is right, you can get an old TV, just put it in like a hydraulic press thing, push the back in, the front will pop out. Bang, 65-inch TV. Yeah, I don't think that's the way that works. It's got to be worth a try, though. If you happen to have an old TV that you're happy to lose... <laughs> no. Let me know. We'll become a proper... We'll be like the modern brainiac. Oh, fuck, that's an even older throwback. So, for our younger listeners, in the sort of late 90s, early 2000s, there was a TV show called Brainiac, where they just took random science experiments. See, I, I and would have gone with Mythbusters, not Brainiac. All Mythbusters, same sort of thing. They sort of took science experiments and just did them on a massive scale. Yeah. Now, now we have something called Health and Safety. We're also old. I'm not that old. Although the thing that made me feel really... I'll never forgive her for this. What? Your sister. What? Not your oldest, your middle sister, the youngest. The sister. younger sister. When she... <laughs> this was probably, I don't know, ten years ago? Eight years ago? We're talking about mobile phones. Mm. And we, obviously, we remember times before mobile phones. Yeah. Just... Yeah, time. just about, yeah. And she piped up with, oh, I don't think you were old enough to remember the times before mobile phones. <sighs> I think everyone forgets I've only been about for 25 years, 20 years. 20, I remember like going to the phone box to make phone calls. Oh, I used to pick it up and uh, or try and order a pizza. <laughs> then laugh and hang up. Did you ever get a pizza? No. No, you didn't. Because I always ordered it to the phone box, to my, not to my parents' house, because I didn't want to get in trouble. Ordered it to the phone box. Yeah. Did you ever do that? No. I'd like to order a cheese and pepperoni pizza to the phone box. What did they say to you? They must have gone, no, thank you. Well, I normally hung up before they said anything and run off. <laughs> it's, a bit like, it's a bit like Knock Knock Ginger. 
Oh fuck, no, not ginger. Uh, right, so for those Stop of you, it. for those of you that were born after no, 19- leave it. That's enough. We're not doing throwbacks anymore. If you need, if you don't know what it is, Google it. So I think that's it for this week. I've been on the internet again. Oh, what now? I found a really random fact. Again, I've not googled it to back it up in any way, shape, or form. Right. So apparently, in 2016, Mozart sold more albums than Beyonce. Really? But I do think that was the era everyone was cutting up the classic, classical music with drum and bass and R&B. Oh, so that's potentially why. Yes. But I thought it was just a little random fact. That is quite an interesting fact. Oh dear. Sorry. So that's it from us this week. Next week we'll catch up with Alan and Rachel and Rob and Jane on their date night. If you've got any suggestions for Pillow Talk... Urban Dictionary Corner, any feedback or anything else you want to let us know about, email in on neverpublishedpodcast at gmail.com. Or on our socials. Yep, we're on TikTok, Facebook, Insta. Check us out. Catch you next week.